0: What's up everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Sports Talk with Jim and Tom, our podcast. Uh, I'm Jim, I'll be your host for the program. Tom's not going to make it again tonight, still dealing with some stuff. But hopefully, still trying to put it together next week. Hopefully uh, he'll be available, hopefully I can make it down south there and we can broadcast the show live together. Looking to put it on uh, Facebook Live. So you guys can get an idea of what we're what we look like, what what goes on. Um, but that being said, what a, what a day it was today. I mean, uh, I walked out today, first day of hunting season in the Great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and that didn't do me any good because I had to work today. But I did walk out of my house this morning, walked outside, 36 degrees outside. Now I don't know where you're listening, but that's definitely fall weather for here. 36 degrees outside this morning, and it just felt like fall. It felt like hunting season. Like I said, it didn't do me any good because I had to work today. didn't uh, Didn't get to go hunting. Uh, many, I know many of the people that did get to go. Hopefully, some of them I haven't got any text where anybody got anything today. But just nice to see it especially just a couple days ago it's like 84 degrees up here which is quite warm for this time of the year for in Pennsylvania and they kept saying fall is coming but he kind of gave up on fall but it, it sure hit this morning 36 degrees at my house now I live on top of a mountain so I mean by the time I got down down the mountain it's maybe six miles for from where I live to where I stop and get my coffee when I'm going to work in the morning. And it went from 36 degrees to like 42 degrees there. So, yeah, I moved from Florida and picked uh, the capital of Pennsylvania for snow. But all in all, I had a pretty good day today. Uh, good day at work. Got back to the hotel. Now, I work on the road, so got back to the hotel. It was right around halftime of the Florida game, and I said, you know what, this is going to be a good day, because I got Ohio State, I got Ohio State, Michigan State on now, Uh, Michigan State's already turned the ball over twice, Ohio State missed a field goal, and third and nine, looks like they're going to kick another field goal now, but knew that was going to be on tonight, and like to have something good on while I'm doing the show or something I can keep track of and watch while I'm doing the show. So, was excited about that, but like I said, it was halftime in the Florida game and I I said, "You know what? I'll get back wh- watch the end of Florida-Auburn while I'm trying to set up for the show." So, I get back to the hotel here. I uh, stayed at this ho- hotel several times in and, in and, They treat me right, but I get back here, and for some reason, Dish Network here in Ohio, CBS isn't coming through on Dish Network. So, I can't watch the game. Can't pull the game up. Can't watch Florida. Florida beat Auburn, by the way. Um, So, number 10, Florida over. Number 7, Auburn. But I couldn't see it, no matter what I did. Went downstairs, uh went to the lobby. Uh, like I said, hotel treats me good when, when I'm here, so definitely no complaints with them. But went down to the lobby and I, I said, well, you know, your CBS channel ain't working in the room, and I wanted to watch this game. She said, oh, well, just watch it here in the lobby. Turned it on in the lobby, same thing. So it wasn't a hotel issue. It's a Dish Network issue here in uh, Cambridge, Ohio, so didn't get to see Florida come out with the win 24-13. So that answers some questions with Florida and Auburn both, actually. Look for Auburn to drop down. As far as other games in college football, I mean, right now, like I said, you got Ohio State, Michigan State, Ohio State, just went up 3 nothing, and you've got uh, Georgia, Tennessee, Tennessee is actually up 14-10 on Georgia. That's surprising because Tennessee is not a good football team. Georgia ranked number three in the nation. And after last week, like I told you last week, and of course you know by now, but uh last week we talked about Clemson just barely beating North Carolina. And Clemson definitely dropped in the polls. They dropped down to number two. Alabama jumped to number one. Now the the ranking system, the AP Top 25 came out this week, and Alabama one, Clemson two, Georgia three, Ohio State four, LSU five. And honestly, any any one of these five teams, outside of Clemson, any any one of the other four teams, could have jumped up to that number one. I mean, Alabama hasn't played anybody, and now granted, like we've talked most of these teams haven't played anybody. Georgia did play, they did play uh, Notre Dame, beat Notre Dame, but uh, Ohio State, their biggest game so far has been Nebraska. So it just, nobody's, we're getting into conference play now, so you're forced to play, forced to play the teams within your conference. So that could change things up a little bit. Now the SEC playing the SEC, uh, of course, that'll shake things up the big ten penn state uh I believe they're ranked what are they they're twelve they beat purdue in in the big ten today, and they still gotta play I believe they still play Michigan, they still play Ohio State, so they got a lot of big games ahead of them as long as, as well as Ohio State's got Wisconsin who's eight ranked eight uh they also will play Michigan Penn State, so Things will shake up there. Ohio State, I mean, I've heard several times today that Ohio State could be the best team in the nation. And they're wearing their blackout uniforms today. I actually like this. I, I like I like these uniforms as opposed to the, the regular home uniforms. I kind of like the blackout. I think I heard today is the third time they've ever worn them. So kind of wearing it for a big game, kind of implementing the like everybody knows, Penn State's got the white out there, and so Ohio State going with the blackout uniforms. But I mean, this game tonight, even though Michigan State, State's ranked number 25, I mean this this game tonight should should show you a lot about uh, Ohio State because Michigan State will definitely be the best defense that Ohio State, well, up to this point, it's definitely the best defense they've faced up to this point and could be the best defense they face all year, at least up until the playoffs. So this will tell you, this should give us a good scope on where Ohio State actually is. Uh, next week, next Saturday night, a big game next Saturday night, Florida LSU, Florida ranked number 10 right now after the win today over Auburn. We'll see if they move up a little bit. LSU, I believe, who did they play today? They might have been idle today, but LSU is ranked number five. So, nope, LSU played Utah State today. So we go back to, they didn't really play anybody today. But, so things starting to play out in college football. Like I said, you're getting into your conference play, so that's a huge, that's, that's where you see a lot of, a lot of, uh, separation there I mean you're going to tell we'll see how good Penn State actually is we'll see how good Ohio State actually is uh your Michigan's Michigan got a win today big win for them today but I don't know over Iowa and I mean it does that say Michigan put it together no their offense still looked terrible today and I mean their defense played a good game held Iowa's offense. But at the same time, it, it, as things go on, it's starting to get more interesting in college football because these are the games that the schools can't pick who they're playing. They have to play these conference games. So it, look forward to that playing out See as we get closer to the college football playoffs. I know uh, Tom and our cousin Rick down in Georgia, I, they would probably – Didn't see the game today, but uh, Tom's a Texas Longhorns fan. Rick's a West Virginia Mountaineers fan. They played today. Texas ranked number 11, beat West Virginia 42-31. So I guess that gives Tom bragging rights out of them. Uh, Next week, Texas, though, I believe they play either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State next week. So, I mean, that'll be, we'll see where they're at once that game plays out. So but other note uh other things going on right now. Of course we get major league baseball kick, kicked off its playoffs this week and we actually got a game going on right now. The Yankees <clears throat> excuse me, the Yankees, twins at the Yankees, the Yankees are all over them. Uh eight to one already. Uh D.D. Gregorius hit a grand slam, so Yankees are up in the series one nothing, and the bottom of the 7th right now, they're ahead of the Twins 8-1, and these are your bats. I mean, like it like we talked, uh, like I said on last week's show, once you get in the playoffs, I mean, you're pitching. Pitching wins in the playoffs, and you can't tell me any different, and I – I like a good pitching staff once you get into the playoffs and these are both your powerhouses. Both teams hit over 300 home runs this year and these are your bats. Uh you've got Tampa who's got decent pitching and Houston with Garrett Cole, uh Justin Verlander. They, I mean there's your there's your pitching. So I mean Garrett Cole probably the only reason he doesn't win the Cy Young Award this year is his own teammate, teammate Verlander will probably take it out from under him. So, and like I said, my my pick to win it all is uh, is the Houston Astros. So, but Tampa Bay made it in. They beat Oakland in the wild card game. Uh, Tampa's bats came through. Their pitching held up. But the wild card game I, I do want to talk about. Did any did anyone see? I'm sure there's somebody out there. I mean, first off, does anyone care out of these four cities? Who, who's am I the only one outside of these four cities that's watching the the Major League Baseball's postseason? I mean, I know the the attendance and everything in baseball is down. Uh, the viewing of baseball on TV is down. So, and I know it's a long game. It's it, you know, and baseball has been trying to do things to speed up the game. Like I said before, I like the game the way it is. I don't know that I don't know that it needs to be changed. It's just today's culture. Everybody's looking for something right now. You know, I mean, nobody wants to wait for anything. Nobody wants anything to take too long. And baseball is a slower-moving game. Baseball is a, a thinking man's game. So people have an issue with, I guess, uh, with the length of the game, but I don't. I I enjoy the game, and I enjoyed the the wild card game. The Washington Nationals making it to the playoffs after losing Bryce Harper. And a big blow to Philly. They didn't make it after um, paying Harper all that money, signing that contract. And Philly's on the outside looking in. And the Washington Nationals, they, they go to the wild card game against... Milwaukee, and, I mean, I talked last week about Milwaukee. What what a hell of a stretch they had coming into the wild card, making it as a wild card team, coming into the postseason in baseball with uh, Christian Yelich, the biggest star on the team, being out. And to do the things they did just to get into the wild card spot was incredibly impressive. But in the end, I mean, in the end, did, did Washington beat Milwaukee or did did Milwaukee beat itself I mean the other night he had uh, Josh Hader on the mound and Juan Soto about bases loaded and uh, I can't remember what the score was I, I think it was 3 to 1 so the Nationals down by 2 It's the 8th inning and Hader he's an all star He he's hell of a pitcher and I don't know if this is true or not but I did hear that he's only allowed allowed one left-handed batter to get a hit off of him all year when he comes in for a leaf and Juan Soto 20 years old he's a left-handed hitter comes up bases loaded he hits a uh, ball in the right field right fielder Trent Grisham from Milwaukee uh he comes charging in. Now the ball did take a funny bounce. Bounce, and I, I heard on a show earlier this week. I thought it was, I think it was Al Leiter, uh saying, you know, that it wasn't a bad play on his part. The ball bounced five feet to his right, which facing the plate would be to the left. And it just took a bad bounce, but it, he shouldn't have been charging it that hard. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. A, if he thought he could get in there and maybe throw out the runner from second, but at that point you're not looking to stop the guy coming home from second. You'd rather take the tie, make the the smart play, and not let the guy from first score. But that wasn't the case. And so Washington beat Milwaukee, advanced to the series against the Dodgers. And who in these playoffs is under more pressure than the Los Angeles Dodgers? I mean, they've made it to the World Series back-to-back years. They've lost both times. And now they come up against the Washington Nationals. And their expectation has got to be to win the World Series. Their fan base, their their management, I mean, that's just the expectation. This is the third time it, they got to get it done. So they come out, they won game one. But then last night, Washington, now in the game, in the wild card game the other night, Max Scherzer started in uh, he come on he started and steven strasburg come on in relief the nats were down uh 3 nothing strasburg come out of the bullpen for the first time and uh yeah, i mean he 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 threw uh 3 innings in relief so fast forward to yesterday's game against the dodgers in the playoffs here and Strasburg starting and Scherzer comes out in relief. So and, they, and the Nationals, the, Max Scherzer come out. Uh, let's see, yeah, and they Nationals won four to two, game two, um, and beating Clayton Kershaw, who, for the money, who who knows that could be. I mean, that's three of the best player best, best pitchers in baseball right there no matter how you cut it. It's three of the best and I mean, Max Scherzer was supposed to start tomorrow in game 3 for the Nationals. Uh and who knows? I mean, as far as Martinez the Nationals manager, he he said he'd uh he would um see how Scherzer feels and make the decision. It'll either be Scherzer or, or Annabelle Sanchez, who's their, their number four starter for the Nationals. So, I mean, I, I kind of like the way the Nationals look in this. I mean, like I said, all the pressure is on—all the pressure in this is on the Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers are under pressure to win, and all—all all the pressure is on them. The Nationals, I mean, you're playing with house money. Everyone, everyone said you'd never make it there with. Without uh, with getting rid of Bryce Harper, letting him go to the Phillies, and here you are, and you got your chance. And I mean, they're pulling out all stops. I mean, you, in the wild card game, it's a one game playoff. This is a five game series, but I mean, they kind of treat them both the same. To have Strasburg come out pitching relief, and then have Scherzer come out and pitch in relief, I and mean, they're pulling out all stops. It's all hands on deck, and they're doing everything they can to take this five-game series away from the Dodgers and taking one from them at home is a huge deal. So we'll see how it plays out. They play again tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow afternoon. It might be night, but they play again tomorrow. And the other other series, they play... uh, the other series going on is Atlanta and St. Louis. Sorry, I'm kind of fumbling through things here. Like I said, I, I had kind of a hectic week, and I don't know that I'm fully prepared to do the show tonight again by myself. I, I was kind of hoping I didn't have to pull this one off by myself because being prepared is crucial when you're sitting here talking by yourself for two hours. And when when you got somebody else to help you, ah. Oh, Ohio State just dropped a pass. Could have been a touchdown pass. Who was it that dropped it? Can't see his name. Ah, uh, uh, just broke on a go route. Ball right in his hands. He drops it. That's terrible. But anyhow, like I was saying, it, it was uh, you know, getting getting set up for this is one thing. When you've got somebody else to pass help pass your time, you don't need to be set up quite as much prepared quite as much as you do when you're sitting here by yourself and I've had kind of a hectic week with uh with work and everything, so just kinda of bear with me through here. I'm gonna fumble through it. Hopefully you hopefully you're entertained at least for the next two hours. So I'm gonna do my best here. But anyhow the other the the other series in the playoffs I like I told you, I like the Braves. Um we didn't, we haven't talked to i haven't talked to tom since well on air i haven't talked to tom since last week when i said out of this series the cardinals and the Braves i picked the Braves but game 1 it didn't look too promising and you got Ronald Acuna he, i mean he's a star player up and coming star player but he's had issues he had an issue back in august playing i believe as the Dodgers to where he didn't run out a uh, ball and the same thing happened the other night, and that's that's not good. I mean, his teammates called him out. His coach called him out. He got benched when this happened in August. And so you're kind of not in a, a, a position to bench him now. But at the same time, I mean, if, if he runs that out instead of watching it, thinking it was either going to go over the wall or going to be a foul ball, he runs that out there's a good possibility he makes it to second and he he scores and ties the game up for the Braves but didn't work out that way and I mean that's that's something it's kind of something crazy right now I mean like I do know that players nowadays are told to where before when I played ball you, you know what you hit it you run it out it it doesn't matter doesn't matter if it's a ground ball to the pitcher you run hard all the way through first base and that's it well because of injuries and the high dollar market now of these players and how they're considered so valuable it's not the case i mean very seldom will you even see a pitcher run run a ball out that's grounded to even third uh so but at the same time, this kind of wasn't that. I mean, he he was watching it. I don't know if he he thought it was going to go foul or if he thought he hit it over the fence. But he definitely cost his team. Could have cost his team the game the other night, game one. But yesterday they tied up the series with St. Louis. Atlanta tied up the series with St. Louis. Um, and kind of got things going. Going in. To where they're, they'll be going to St. Louis now. Series of move to St. Louis, and I mean, Acuna hustled last night. He 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 ran everything out last night. He played a good game, and Mike Follett's Follett was I don't even I can't even say his last name, but he come on pitch strong. One of the funny things is fun. One of the funny things that happened in that game is when the Braves took. Um, their starting pitcher out, I think he'd thrown like 80 pitches and uh, they pulled him out for a pinch hitter and the fans booed. So you're there at home and the pitcher's playing that good and you make the decision, which I mean, that's actually, that's actually a, a ballsy decision to make right there. Pull your pitcher out. That's having that good of a game for a pinch hitter and of course the fans booed but adam duvall who spent a lot of this this past season in the minor leagues uh he he come up he's he's on the on the playoff roster come up he turned the boos into cheers and everything as he hit a home run taking the braves lead hit a two-run home run taking the lead to three nothing the braves ended up winning the game three nothing so that series will move to St. Louis tomorrow, and for Game Three. But I mean, like I said, I I don't know who's interested in this. I know I know the TV ratings for baseball is down. I know, you know, I mean the participation with kids is, is up actually for baseball to where they're down with for football. They're they're up for baseball. And I think we talked about that when we talked when we talked about the Little League World Series a little bit. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know that anybody cares outside of these cities. I mean, I, I of course New York's huge and LA is huge. They got two huge markets. Atlanta's an, another decent-sized market. St. Louis is a baseball city. I mean, the Cardinals. And then you got Tampa. I mean, Tampa in in the playoffs again, which, I mean, I kind of root for Tampa. I, I, they're the underdog. I'd like to see baseball succeed in Florida. Uh, and, I mean, it's not going to happen with the Marlins. With Derek Jeter and the Marlins down there, baseball is not going to succeed that way. So it kind of leaves it up to Tampa for it to succeed. And I kind of root for them, but like I said, I... I In the playoffs itself, I'm probably going to root for Atlanta because I don't see anyone in the American League getting uh, getting past Houston. So I think Houston probably sweeps Tampa three games. And then I believe, well, especially after tonight, I believe the Yankees go on. And in the ALCS, I, I think Houston takes the Yankees probably in five, maybe six. And... Uh, Houston, uh, they're my pick to win the World Series. But if Atlanta gets there, I'll root for them, and hopefully they can pull it off. I'm hoping Tampa Bay can shock the world now, but I'm I wouldn't bet money on it. So, but I'll tell you, like I said, and the funny thing is, is like Tropicana Field, Tampa Bay, they need a new ballpark. But I, I was always one of these baseball purists. Never, never thought of, uh, never thought baseball should be played in a dome. So, wasn't a big fan of that. Well, I don't know, it's been, it's probably been 10 years, 12 years ago. So, we come up, come up, uh, to Cleveland on vacation. Like I told you, I'm an Indians fan. So, come up there, me and my brother, and... and We both have our sons, and we decide we're going to a Cleveland Indians game. Uh, It's in July, and it's Cleveland, and yes, we're from Florida. It's a Sunday afternoon game. It's a 1 o'clock game. We're from Florida. We're used to the heat, right? We go out there, and we sit in that game, and it's 90 degrees outside, and it is hot and miserable. Uh, The boys were miserable, I mean, you, you get you get a beer to drink, uh, uh, drink a nice adult pop out there, and it's warm before you can even finish it, and it was just it was miserable. So fast forward, we we go home, and a few weeks later, my son he he says he wants to go to another ball game. So at that time, Tampa was playing. I mean, they were playing. uh, in Tropicana Field, same field, and they were playing the Red Sox that weekend. And I was like, you know what, we'll go up and we'll get tickets. One, I don't know if it's the same as it was, but I, I paid in Cleveland, I think I paid 20 or $25 to park on uh, the top of a parking garage. And so we pull into Tropicana Field there, and I, like I said, I don't know if it's still that way, but parking's free. You didn't pay for parking in Tropicana Field. So, that's a plus. That saves you $25 right there. But, like I said, I'm a baseball purist, so I'm kind of skeptical still of baseball in a dome. And so, we go in there, and it's like, it's 76 degrees. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, so, you're not fighting the elements you know, it doesn't matter if it's raining. The game still goes on. It's not 90 degrees out. If you buy an adult beverage, your adult beverage stays cold. You don't have to hurry and drink it. It's just a comfortable atmosphere. Now, I still would rather see baseball played outside. But you know what? I'm not I'm not against the domes like I used to be. Because just for the mere fact, it's a comfortable way to watch the game. I mean, like I said, I like to watch the game sitting in front of my tv drinking an adult beverage uh drinking a pop and uh i enjoy it that way and that that that's kind of the same way sitting in that dome but anyhow we're gonna we're gonna take a break we come back we're gonna talk some football some nfl uh and we're actually gonna talk some of the games now something i said before when we first started this i said you know what Probably not going to talk about the games the week before because it's going to be a week ahead of time and or a week after the games and, and everybody else has already talked about it for a week. So, you know, it's kind of like beating a dead horse. Well, you know what? This past week, like I said, it's football season now. I woke up this morning, It's it's 36 degrees outside. It's football weather, it's hunting weather and football season's finally started for me. Um, maybe I'm spoiled, but you don't for, you know, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm used to winning. So, uh, we won one last Monday and I just thought about it. We, I just, I want to talk some football. There's stories out there we're going to cover, but we're going to talk about a few of the games that happened last week also, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and talk a little bit of football. What's up, everybody? Jim from Sports Talk with Jim and Tom here. Had some big news happening this week. and No, I'm not talking about in the sports world. I'm talking about in the world of the show. Just this week, we've been added to Overcast, which is iTunes podcast, which is a huge jump for us, makes us available on seven different platforms. We're available on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now we're available on Overcast, which is iTunes Podcast. Also, this week we opened up our Twitter account, Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. Still have our Facebook account, Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. And you know what we still have, which is pretty cool, is our website. It's www.sportstalkwithjimandtom.com. You can go on there, you can see the topics that we talked about the previous week. You can click the Listen Now button, listen to the last show that was recorded you can email us let us know what you think of the show whether you like the show don't like the show we want to hear from you you got a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about uh go on there shoot us an email we'll mention it on the show if we think it's good enough even if you contact us i mean we've got baltimore ravens fans contacting us so that means anybody can do it also you know what tell a friend about the show tell a friend what you think of the show? Tell them to check us out on any of our plat- any of our seven fl- platforms, or tell them to check out the website and click the listen now button. Um, again, want to take this time. Seven different platforms. Show's getting bigger and better as we go, and we couldn't do it without you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. I'm Jim. Tom's not here uh, tonight. Got this um, Michigan State Ohio State game on. Ohio State up three nothing. I mean, Michigan State's defense is everything it, that was promised, and then some. I mean, Ohio State's offenses ran through people, and they look they look lost right now. I mean, they got the lead, but they're they're not moving the ball. Now, at the same time, Ohio State's defense is holding pretty strong. So, like I said, they're up three nothing. But um, you know what? One thing before we get into the NFL, I wanted to talk about. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. But the bill finally passed, and I, I, you know what, I had the governor of California's name written down, and I can't find it. So I'll try to look it up here. But that bill, he signed the bill for the college players to get paid to for their likeness and in college football and we talked about this we talked about this before now this is coming up Gavin Newsom I don't know if that's him or not but anyhow we talked about this before and we talked about it now I I didn't really understand what it was because everyone was saying pay to play and I, I really didn't really didn't look into it that deep and, but, that's not, this is worse than what I thought it was, was going to be. I, I thought it was going to be, going to be a pay to play. But, th- this is even worse, because now you're opening this up to where your outside sources, your boosters, can, they they can give a kid that is... Is the star quarterback. Just say the star quarterback at Oregon. Okay, Nike. Nike's a big booster of Oregon. Uh, the owner of Nike is so they can the the quarterback there can can Nike can offer him money to pay or to be in a commercial or or an ad or something like that, and they can pay him what pretty much whatever they deem is fair. And that's gonna be legal i i I just this is this is bad. I mean, I told you the only way that this works now, granted, like everyone's saying, you know what uh the days the way it used to be you know kid goes out he runs for two touchdowns or catches two touchdown passes or whatever next booster meeting, you know he gets the old handshake there's a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars there or an envelope in his hand, a couple thousand dollars, but, and you know what, with with all these universities that are getting uh, popped right now by the FBI, especially in in, in NCAA basketball, I mean like Kansas, everything they're going through now, which, nothing will probably happen to Kansas until after March Madness, I mean the NCAAs, they're they're not going to act too fast on this, considering Kansas is one of their uh, powerhouses when it comes to March Madness. But anyhow, that being said, so now and it, 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 okay, it's still going on. But you know what? They got to hide it now. It can't be out in the open now. I I mean, and we've we've got these shoe companies that are influencing. Uh, kids to sign with, uh, you know, their schools, an Adidas school or a Nike school or an Under Armour school. And so, but it's illegal now. So, you know, it's kind of the, the the backdoor politics of college football. Now, is it right? No. But I think I would rather it be a little shady like that than for it to be wide open. And it's just – and, like, I heard on a show today, and, I, I I mean, I anything I hear, I try to tell you where I heard it from, give them the credit because I'm new to this and, and you know, I'm not as connected as everyone else, but – and I'm open to everyone's thoughts. So – but I did hear on a show today where they read off – uh like the the top 20 prospects in I think it was 2015, and out, out of them top 20 prospects, uh, two of them was were the only Kyler Murray was one, and uh, the other kid I believe is playing for he's still in college right now. But anyhow, both quarterbacks, and they're they're the only ones you heard of, and like these guys were saying, you know what? This is what you're basing it on because, it, of course, everyone's saying it, it's going to cause a recruiting nightmare, and it is. It, it's just going to. But what they were saying out of this list, not very many of the top 500 actually turn out to be superstars. But, I mean, they're not going to pay these kids you know, $100,000 to do an ad or something like that. If they do, that's just ludicrous. But what these guys were saying on their show is that it's it's crazy to think that this is going to change the recruiting and all that as far as uh, as far as where kids decide to go to school. But that's that's not the case. I mean, so you, you get that top ESPN top 100 and. And so you're going to get him, and you're going to get the next guy because you've got a booster that, you know, it owns four or five car dealerships, and they can pay this kid, you know, $50,000 a commercial, you know what, and tell this kid, instead of get, slipping him the $200 for scoring two touchdowns, you know what, you, you score two touchdowns this week, I'll give you, we'll put you in another commercial or another ad for my dealership, and... We'll give you, you know, another 50 grand or whatever. So it's going to get out uh, what schools you can make the most money for. And it's it's just not going to be good. It's not, I mean, and LeBron James is heading this up with this Gavin Newsom uh, governor out in California. I mean, LeBron James is championing this. LeBron James didn't go to college, so I don't know what he's got against all these colleges, but... It's just not going to work, and then you got this transfer portal that is out there now. So now a a kid, you know, uh, a kid going to I don't know, let's just say Pittsburgh, um, University of Pittsburgh. So he's going there, and you know, Hines is paying him. Who knows? And I'm just throwing names out there of companies and all that. But Heinz is paying him say, you know, ten thousand dollars for three commercials. So and this kid turns out to be a star his first year in college. What prevents Oregon and Nike from saying, You know what? Come over here, and we'll give you forty thousand dollars. So he enters the transfer portal and it it's just a mess. Like I said, I mean, do I think... I mean, I'm not stupid. I think there's definitely still the the behind-the-scenes dealing in the uh, college football, college basketball. I mean, I'm not oblivious. But at the same time, I would rather leave it behind the scenes than to put it out there like this. I I think it's going to be bad for college football. I think it's going to be bad for the kids. So, I mean... I just don't I don't see how it works. Now, my way, which I'll go over my way again, I think my way works. I, I think, if anything, we do it, we use my idea, run with my Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, so, of course, you know, the powers to be, the NCAA can tweak it however they want to do it. But my way is much better than having these kids come in and get paid for their likeness and just getting a outside these outside companies involved in the NCAA and of course I mean my way I'll go over it again um but my thing is is and don't get me wrong I'm not saying these kids don't deserve something I mean college football is a 14 billion dollar industry so there's plenty to go around so I but at the same time Instead of bringing in an outside source and the money from an outside source, I I think as NCAA, you have to pay these athletes. And by by me saying pay these athletes, I don't mean just your football and basketball players, which I know that's where your money comes from. I know that's your bread and butter. But if you're going to pay one athlete, I think you should pay them all. Now, any any anybody else, like, I, I mean, I didn't go to college. I, I, I guess you can say I went to the school of hard knocks. I, I was done with high school, uh, got thrown out of high school, and went to work, and I've worked a minimum of 40 hours ever since. So, but at the same time, I mean, these kids... You know, if if you're going to pay one, you pay them all. If somebody else is a major in broadcasting, doing what I'm trying to do here, and they major in it, or journalism, they can get paid. They can work jobs outside. Um, they can get paid for what they're doing. They can still publish papers and, and stuff like that, and, I mean, or even, you know, work at a, a radio station while while they're, you know, of course you intern there, or, or they may get paid for the work in the radio station or the t v station at the school, but these athletes they don't get anything now I'm not saying we make these guys rich like this paid for your likeness is going to do i mean there's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars offered to these kids, and they're just kids um but what I'm saying is, take your football or basketball player. Again, that's your bread and butter. say you pay them say you pay'em two thousand dollars a week two thousand dollars a week and, and but that's everybody on the team that like i said you can't it, you can't make this the n f l to where your quarterback makes this much and and the guy on the bench makes. You know, the, the, your quarterback makes $2,000 a week, and your guy on the bench only makes, uh, you know, $500 a week. You can't do that. you got to pay one football player the same as the other. And now, granted, I'm not saying pay all athletes the same. I, I mean, you look, your 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 football, your basketball players are going to be your highest paid players your soccer uh, which soccer is pretty big but your rugby um you know your lacrosse players your swim team track team but you divide it up but everybody on that team makes the same and every school pays the same and then the kids are making money which granted some of these kids do need the money a lot of these kids need the money going to school so that solves that problem they're getting paid you don't have an outside entity involved in your business destroying college football that's my idea Didn't, The then ncaa can call in here anytime i i can i can be a consultant uh but i mean to me that's the only way it works to let these outside sources in and now that the california governor's signed signed the bill um we talked south carolina was on board uh they were trying to do it and of course florida's now jumped on board i, I mean everybody's going to jump on board they have to it, it, it now it, i should say i don't know if i said before that this wouldn't go into effect until 2023 so hopefully there's time there for the ncaa to act to pick up my idea and, and go from there and I mean, I've, I've heard arguments, you know what, this this could be good because your star basketball player that, you know, is getting paid $100,000 a year for three or four commercials for the car lot down the road, the, the Ford dealership or the Mercedes dealership or whatever down the road, for a couple commercials a year, instead of coming out after one year, he, he might... Go, you know, he might stay another year because he's making money. I, I mean, it goes back to what I said about the NFL. When it, once you make the money, I, it, it, for so many, it becomes about the money. And if this kid's making a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you know, even if he's a third round pick for the friggin' Minnesota Timberwolves. If he can make that more money, he's still coming out of school. I mean, it comes down to the money, and we're just starting it earlier. So, I say you get a base salary, and everybody makes that salary. So, with that being said, I promised you I was going to talk NFL, but uh the Yankees, they win 8-2 to two over the Twins, take a two-game lead in a five-game series, so... Yankees will be looking to finish that up. Uh, I guess it's Monday. They play their next game. So, and about to start is Tampa Bay, Houston. So if you're a baseball fan, check your list, local listings, find where that is. That's coming on. Uh, like I said, I got the, I got the Ohio State, Michigan State game on 10:7. Ohio State driving down the field. Trying to score again. Good game. Big news out of the NFL, though. We're going to cover a couple news stories. Then, like I told you, I'm going to go into into a couple games. Even though I said, even though I was against it, uh, if you're tired of hearing about the games, you, you haven't heard my take on them. So, I'm not going to cover them all game by game. But, I am going to tell you, I mean, it's a crazy time in the NFL. Crazy time in the NFL. My picks prove it. I'm 31 and 29 right now with my picks. Tom's picks look a little better, but all in all, he's picked one full week. But Vontez Burfecht suspended for the rest of the season uh, for a, another dirty hit on Indianapolis Colts. Tight end, Jack Doyle. mean, um, helmet-to-helmet hit. Look, Burfecht's a dirty player. I mean, he just is. he's been a dirty player. Uh, I didn't get to highlight everything, um, you know, that I wanted here. So I'm trying to search through, but to find my bullet points here. But Vontez Burfik has been dirty. He, he he's been dirty his whole career, and it, it came out this week that he was told by the NFL, and, and the NFL did this. With uh, Kim Sue. Said, look, you change the way you play the game or the penalties are going to become more harsh. And in Vontaze Burfecht's case, I mean, he didn't change the way he played the game. He, he's a dirty player. So, NFL uh, Vice President of Operations, John Runyon, wrote a letter to Burfecht explaining that uh, explaining their decision says there were no mitigating circumstances on this play. Your contact was unnecessary, flagrant, and should have been avoided. For your actions, you were penalized and disqualified from the game. Following each of your previous rule violations, you were warned by me and each of the jointly appointed officers that future violations would result in escalated accountability measures. However, you have continued to flagrantly abuse these rules designated to protect yourself and your opponents from unnecessary risk. Perfect's been been suspended 13 times in seven seasons with the Bengals before going to the Raiders. Now, of course, John Gruden... Um, you know he he doesn't agree with it. David Carr says we don't know uh, Vontez Burfict. He's heartbroken. I don't need to know Vontez Burfict. I I just know he's a dirty player. There's players around the league that have came out and said that he's a dirty player. There's players around the league that have said that this this should have happened before now. I mean, there's just no room for it in the game. I mean, and and believe me, you know, when I grew up watching football, this was normal. I don't know what's going on with Michigan State's helmets, but there's another one come off. Uh, But, I mean, You know, back in my day, the guys would punch each other in the head. All hits were legal. They just they killed each other. It's not that way anymore. We've evolved. I wouldn't say we've evolved as fans, but a lot of fans say that the game is more like flag football now. Um, The game's still a violent game. Go sit close. Sit in the first row. Pay pay the money, buy the ticket, hear the collisions. It's still a violent game. So with it being a violent game, there's uh you know these these precautions have been put in place. These rules have been put in place to protect the players, to protect as the letter said, to pro- protect them from themselves and to protect their opponents. So Ohio State scores. I don't know if there's any flags on the field seventeen seven looks like, but anyhow, these rules are put in place to protect guys from themselves to protect everybody on the field uh you see the c t e going on now the concussion protocol is what it is these days, and then you got a guy like vontes perfect I mean that hit on antonio Brown I mean that was egregious that that was just. It was uncalled for. Could have took his head off. And I mean, a lot of people come back and say, you know what? That's why Brown is the way he is. Because Perfect hit him so hard that he did knock something loose up there. But I don't buy into that. I was going to go to the whole show, whole show without mentioning Antonio Brown. But I couldn't. And uh, But I don't buy into that. I mean, you know, Brown is... Bronze Diva, he's he's a uh, you know he's a different entity. But Vontez Burfict is a dirty player. Now the only thing the only thing about this suspension, he's suspended for the rest of the season. So he's suspended for 13 games. What? Why does it say the rest of the season? Why doesn't it say 13 games? I, I, if this happened in week six, is he only suspended 10 games? If it happened in week one, is he suspended 15? If it happens in week 14, is he only suspended two? So, I mean, there's nothing to go off of here. And believe me, the NFL's got uh, plenty of scrutiny of of the way they enforce everything. So this could be their way. They're not setting a precedence here as far as a length. Um, Someone with Burfick's background, he, uh, you know, To me, he deserves everything he gets. Derek Carr saying he's heartbroken. I I hope he is heartbroken. You know what? I hope he loses all kinds of money. Well, he is going to lose all kinds of money. But it's just... There's no room in the game for this type of, of play anymore. I mean, you're playing 1960s, 1970s football. And we're trying to avoid... The injuries that came from the 1960s and 70s. And again, these rules were put in for your protection. He's a dirty football player. Le'Veon Bell came out said said he, he's all for this. Burfect needs to be suspended. Of course, you know Burfecht put Le'Veon Bell out on a dirty play also. Now John Gruden, John Gruden and the, the Oakland Raiders. I don't even know what to say about this team. And they 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 defended Antonio Brown until that blew up in their face. Now you sign these guys. I mean, you sign Richie Incognito. We know about uh, his issues down in Miami. And then you sign Vontaze Burfict. I mean, do you do you think Cincinnati? I mean, Burfecht, is he's a football player. He's a decent ber- football player. But Cincinnati got rid of him because they were done with him. I mean, Cincinnati, as Cincinnati needs all the help they can get. And they let Vontaze Burfecht walk away. They let him walk away the same reason Pittsburgh let Antonio Brown walk away. He wasn't worth the trouble. And then he does this. It's a dirty hit. It's a helmet-to-helmet hit on uh, tight end. And you defend him. I mean, where, do, where does it stop with John Gruden? I mean, honestly, where does it stop? But, you know, that, that's the Oakland Raiders' way, I guess. But that's Vontez Burfecht's way. But we ain't got to worry about Vontaze Perfect, uh at least anymore this season. And we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, no, uh, more news come out this week. Clay Matthews broke his jaw Thursday night. You know what? Thursday night games. Thursday night games have always been throwaway games. You never got a good game on Thursday night. Your Thursday night games earlier in the year when the NFL network had it, I mean, you had the Titans and in the in, in the Texans. And that that's your typical Thursday night game. Seem you know, um you'd have the Browns and the Jets on Thursday night, up until this year before the Browns was everybody's darling. Now Fox takes over Thursday night. The week, bef- week before this past Thursday, we had Minnesota and Chicago, which was a good game. I mean, Minnesota's offense, uh, you know, there's they've got issues with Kirk Cousins. I mean, but at the same time, it's a good game. Good matchup, uh, division matchup, Bears-Vikings. Then this past Thursday, another division matchup, Seattle-Los Angeles Rams. And I'll tell you what, this was a hell of a game. 30-29. Unfortunately, I'm I'm talking about these games. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of them because my work schedule was screwed up. uh, And didn't didn't get to watch this one. But Russell Wilson pulled it off. uh, Fourth quarter. Five-yard touchdown pass. Uh, but Greg Zerline's 44-yard field goal could have won it for the Rams. I mean, it was a great game. But going back to Clay Matthews broke his jaw Monday night. Uh, so, Sean McVay says that he's uh, probably on a running play. Uh, Matthews going to undergo surgery. But... In this game Thursday night, Russell Wilson, again, proved why he's a top five quarterback. Now, in, I think it's football focuses, ratings, uh, they've they've got uh, Patrick Mahomes ranked one, Russell Wilson ranked two, but Russell Wilson, he, he won this game. He threw four, let me see here, again, I'm trying to look it up, so... Bear with me, but Wilson, he was uh, 17 for 23, 268 yards, four touchdowns, and Jared Goff threw for 400 yards, I and mean, 395 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, Wilson also had 32 yards running on eight plays, but he just improvised. I mean, he's... He's definitely a top five quarterback. But going back to what I was saying, what what happened with the NFL and the NFL Network? They, they get the crap games, and now that Fox is taking over, he, you've got good games on Thursday night. You have to watch on Thursday night. So, I mean, next week's game on Thursday night will be – it's pulling up here. Bear with me. Well, maybe it's not. Um, but, yeah, here we go. Thursday night's game next week, Giants-Patriots, that won't be a good game. <laughs> just just as I said, the Fox is getting all good games on Thursday night, the Giants-Patriots won't be a good game. That's not, I, I don't think I even have that on my picks. So we'll have to do that one on a whim. But right now, right now it's time for another break. We're going to get into a few of the games. We're going to start off with my Steelers getting their first win. My football season is officially started. My Steelers are only right now two games out of first place. So when we come back, we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll get into a few other games. Talk about after I talked about talked up Dak Prescott. Tom would have been all over me if he'd have been here. Me saying everything good about Dak Prescott. We're going to talk about what Teddy Bridgewater and the New Orleans Saints did to the Cowboys. And what about the Buccaneers? Can you believe that? The Rams have lost two in a row. And one of them to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. We'll talk a little more football. What's up, everybody? Jim from Sports Talk with Jim and Tom here. Had some big news happening this week. No, I'm not talking about in the sports world. I'm talking about in the world of the show. Just this week, we've been added to Overcast, which is iTunes podcast, which is a huge jump for us, makes us available on seven different platforms. We're available on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now we're available on Overcast, which is iTunes Podcast. Also, this week, we opened up our Twitter account, Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. Still have our Facebook account, Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. And you know what we still have, which is pretty cool, is our website. It's www.sportstalkwithjimandtom.com. You can go on there. You can see the topics that we talked about the previous week. You can click the Listen Now button. Listen to the last show that was recorded. You can email us. Let us know what you think of the show. Whether you like the show, don't like the show, we want to hear from you. You got a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, go on there, shoot us an email. We'll mention it on the show if we think it's good enough. Even if you contact us. I mean, we've got Baltimore Ravens fans contacting us, so that means anybody can do it. Also, you know what? Tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend. What you think of the show, tell them to check us out on any of our plat- any of our seven fl- platforms or tell them to check out the website and click the listen now button. Um, again, want to take this time, seven different platforms, shows getting bigger and better as we go and we couldn't do it without you. You know what everybody, it's getting that time of the year again. Summer's coming to an end, winter's right around the corner and if you're like me, that means it's time to clean out the garage, make room in the garage to get the car in there. or Maybe you just, you know what, you've had all summer, you've got that patio furniture, you've got ri- got your use out of it, and it's time to get rid of it instead of storing it away for for the winter. Or maybe, you know what, you had to pick up a new living room set. Well, you got to get rid of the old one. you got to get rid of this stuff. If you're like me, you work a lot, don't want to take the time off on your only days off to load this stuff up, haul it away, and get rid of it. You just don't want to deal with that stuff on your day off. Well, you know what? If you're in the North Georgia area, I know some guys would want to do that for you. They'll take care of it for you, family-owned, family-operated company. Um, they'll come get your stuff, haul it off for you, quick, clean, and friendly service. Give my friends at North Georgia Junk Removal a call at 678-934-1344 or visit them on the web at www.nga junkremoval.com. Again, that's 678 934 Tell them you heard about it on Sports Talk with Jim and Tom and receive $25 off your first $100 order.